Welcome in, everybody. It's another episode of the DNVR Rapids podcast, and it is a loser's lounge. It is real sad boys hour. Uh, I am joined by two sad boys. First off, you guys were back together. This is really cool. Joining me, it's Super Yaya. Uh, sad Yaya. Not Super. But- no, there's nothing super about watching your favorite team in the world get blasted by a great-looking team out west. Yeah, that's true. Um, outside sad boy, downtown Dwayne Brown. Yeah. I mean, at least I'm outside. <laughs> the weather's nice. <laughs> uh, this game was over early. Uh, LAFC puts up three goals in less than 20 minutes in the first half. Um, just an onslaught in case there was any doubt uh, that the Rapids could hang in this one. Um, and they and they buried it early. Four four different goal scorers. Um, just a lifeless attack. Porous defense. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where do where do we even start with this game? You start with this team sucks. Like it's that simple. Like at this point, like there's nothing else you can say. Brazier, in my opinion, came out with the worst formation. He was having success with a good formation with players that were giving him. They found an attack that was giving them something. And you thought, oh, wow, if you bring in an Navarro, if you bring in a player that can finish the chances that are going into the box, that they're being created, and you haven't played that kind of game, what the what's the point of bringing him on? What the hell? Why do you bring on a player like that that's a $5 million player just to have him play the stupidest type of ball you can play with an, when, when you need offense? You don't play the back three that's leaky as hell. Nobody will stay with back there from Maxu, who's a wall, to Lawless, who can't touch the ball without me panicking, and Wilson, who just punts it out of bounds constantly. There's just nothing good about what happened tonight, and I truly, truly do blame the formation and who Frazier put out there to start with. And if you're trying to bring in Tavares in there and this is how you bring him in with this formation, then maybe you don't need Tavares. Maybe you need to go get another player. Maybe you you invested in the wrong spot in this team. And if he's supposed to be the Rubio replacement at the 10 where Rubio should be playing, then why the hell didn't you bring in the 6? And why are you starting Rubio? And why didn't you get a Rubio during the why, why didn't you get rid of Rubio during the summer window? That makes no sense. None of this makes sense. At this point, they're just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. And you know what? That wall is greased up. All, everything's fucking sliding off. And there's no point of even trying anything because it's all dead at this point. You're not going to win any games that are worthwhile. You're not going to learn anything new from this team. As long as Frazier is the coach. Because you've seen who everybody is under Frazier. And they're nothing right now. And what's the hell's the point of having young players like Preso having Harris out there having a five million dollar striker that we've been asking for for year after year just to play him under this it makes no damn sense anything else to get off your chest real quick or? I, I, <laughs> you don't you play your four three three that's giving you opportunities and you're creating chances and all you need is a finisher and you go back to the Back five, I don't get it. Hold I just on. don't understand. Hold on. Dwayne, Dwayne, did Yaya miss anything in there? I mean, no. decidedly, this performance <laughs> was so bad that, like, the debut of the two incomings, uh, Navarro and Tavares, was kind of a, a, like, I don't know, third, fourth, fifth bullet point on the rundown. It's, it's, um, it's, it's, Tavares ended up on the ground, it felt like, on every play. Navarro had some nice, nice passes, nice hold up play, but no one else was really doing much to help him out when he did get them in the right spot. What'd you see from those two? Uh, and also, I guess you could throw Illich in there as a, as a new, new, new addition. Um, but what'd you see from those guys tonight? I, uh, Navarro's big. Tavares actually is kind of big too. Yeah, I mean, cool. He's big. That was cool. <laughs> Uh, it's a shame we don't have anybody to get him the ball. Uh, I just, I'm not even sure I see him scoring more than two goals the rest of the season. Not because of him. I don't, nothing because of him, because I just, I don't know what we're doing. Like, yeah, it's kind of like what, what Yaya is saying about 
the formation starting the starting the match made zero sense to me um you know i i mean illich i thought made some good stops that third goal i I feel was probably one he could have got but the other ones i mean he was really kind of left out on his own didn't get any help from the defense at all so i mean there was some sparks of hope from watching marco you know, take some some straight point blank shots and, and multiple shots right away and making those saves, which I think was a glimmer of hope. Um, you know me, I'm a big Yarby guy. So seeing Yarby uh, get surgery was a real bummer for me this week. Um, so, you know, now we, we don't know what his future is with the club. So now everything is about Marco. And um, I thought he made some nice some nice stops. I think if he had a back line that helped him out um, and didn't get absolutely burned um, like they did several times tonight, then, uh, you know, he might, he might have a, a nice game back there, you know, but yeah, I mean, he, he, uh, he was on it. He, he was left on an Island all night long. I thought, yeah, he really was you consider the times he was forced to go one-on-one um, just on Gonzalez alone. You know, I think he had four stops in the first 12 minutes that were completely uncontested by a Rapids defender. Um, and it was just him, him on an Island, a couple kick saves. I thought he looked pretty good. He held up well. Um, but really the story is, is turnovers between Prezo and the three center backs. It was turnover city. Um, Max, who got completely stiffed on one of those goals, right. By a, I, it wasn't Buanga, but it was one of those forwards. Maybe it was even Vela that just put a boot right on the ball, stuffed him, turnover. Preso had a turnover on a goal. Um, it was just, it was all night long. Wallace couldn't play out of the back. Um, uh, our guy Rabbi, who shout out to them getting the shout out on the broadcast, uh, Rabbi and Red. Yeah, nice job, um, dudes. He pointed out correctly tonight to me, at least there was um, there was no there was no connection between backline midfield. Right. Once that ball got up, you saw a nice few plays where it was either Gutman to Navarro, Ronan to Navarro to Keegan on the backside, stuff like that. But for the most part, it was um, it was non-existent. It was uh, there was no chemistry. There was no uh, progressive play to speak of. Really, outside of I thought Gutman had a couple nice moments and Navarro had some decent holdup. Outside of that, there's there's basically nothing positive out of that offensive play tonight. Yeah, yeah. No, there wasn't, and there. To uh, Hamas's uh, question, why is Prezo starting? Who else do you put back there? Danny yeah. Lay was just as bad. You put Roden back there, you're underutilizing one of your better midfielders. Why would he put him back there? It makes no sense. You know what? Bring in Bombi. If you're not going to play my defense, why the hell's on the bench? He's one of your most dynamic players. Put him out there. You have nothing else to play for. Why won't you try the kids? <laughs> Screw it. You're already here. Why isn't yeah. Michael Edwards starting? Yeah. Why isn't Andre Romo starting? Yeah. Give me something. Give me Ollie in the midfield. There's no point of keep playing these damn veterans. They've lost all value, dude. Like, there's just nothing. There's no connection because they don't allow connections to be made. Because there's no system. There's no identity to this team. There's nothing they know. They don't know what they're doing out there. Is that a them problem? Is it a coaching problem? It's what a, is that why? Because, because look, like, I, I feel like this has happened to me a few times this year where I where – I, question coaching and and in the eyes of supporters it seems to be like well if you say the coaching is bad you don't know that the front office is bad or that they've made bad moves or anything if you think coaching is bad and it's like no both things can be true right but is it literally just players aren't good enough to understand robin's game plan does robin have a bad game plan like what's going on there i'm telling you what it is and i told Dwayne before the show started but the front office the coaching staff and the players deserve an equal amount of shaming in this. They deserve to be ashamed. First of all, you start with Porig because Porig is trying to pigeonhole Robin to play a certain style that Robin doesn't want to play and get some players that for a style that he wants to play, which is a 4-3-3 quick offensive possession style. Robin wants to play a, a back five, a very defensive heavy, a heavy team that's a quick counterattack. Those things don't mesh when Portig is trying to get you a certain type of players, and Frazier wants to play a certain way and is trying to pigeonhole those players into that, that makes no sense. It's also on the players to understand the system when you're out there and at least make it competitive. 
It did look good in the fourth in the four three three. That was when this team looked best tonight. Is when they ditched the five back immediately at halftime. So when they did play Porig ball tonight, it looked way better than Frazier ball by it's, by leaps and bounds. It wasn't even close. And that's because those uh, that's what those players are meant to play. That's where they come from. That's what they're comfortable in. So it falls on both Porig and Frazier. Frazier trying to pigeonhole these players and Porig forcing Frazier's hand. It makes utter no sense. There's no connection there. How are you going to keep bringing in Tavares to play all these spots and things that you want to play this way? And Frazier's like, now nah, I'm going to play them this way. It makes no sense. Why would you do that? Uh, it's, it's, you know, it is a little bit, you know, square peg, round hole, almost, you know, like we're talking definition of insanity, right? Like how many times has Robin tried this five back? Right, he tried it last year. I think in two separate stints of the season, went from four to five to four to five to four. Um, this year, he's tried it multiple times, and it—I've never seen this team play worse defense than when there's more defenders on the field. It's when they play their worst possible defense is when they have the most possible defenders out there. Tonight was a disaster. Did I mean? Could you grade any defender on this team positively tonight at all? You know, Dwayne, who, go ahead, Dwayne. Tell go me. Go ahead, Keith. I mean, Gutman, maybe. Not for not for defensive reasons. Well, no, not for defensive reasons, but no. Uh, I think what we saw, um, you know, that first goal, you saw Maxu playing way up, super high. I don't ever want to see him playing that high again. Uh, he's not fast enough to get back. Uh, he does his wrestling moves, which when we first got him, I really loved it when he put dudes in a sleeper hold. And I thought that was really <laughs> <Yeah>. funny. But now <laughs> he's funny. doing it. It is funny. But but now he's doing it on the wrong side of the pitch. Yeah. He's past he's past, you know he, he's way into the offensive zone doing yeah. his wrestling moves. And as soon as that doesn't work and he falls down again because it's 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 not wrestling, it's soccer. Uh, he's not fast enough to get back. You know, LA's got a, a, a free run all the way back, absolutely cook lawless. Uh, and, and Illich has nothing. Like, it's just like, sorry, dude. Um, so I, I don't want to see Maxu playing that far up. Um, the problem with part of this team is that I think when everybody on the team is told that they're uh, a defensive player, um, and they're all forced to play defense at every position, then when the ball does go the other way, everybody thinks that they're also an offensive player. And so you have guys who are way out of position, especially on the back line, who can't get back, and it just ends up in us looking stupid. I think um, what, really, what really doomed that, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, Tavares fell down anytime he had the ball at his feet. He went down. He waited for contact, but he went down. Don't get the whistle. Ball's going the other way. You already have Gutman and Keegan beyond him anyway. So now you have three on four every single time, two on three, three on four every time. Um, guys that have to cover basically a third of or more of the field against, I mean, you saw how fast Belong is. Keegan never stood a chance against Belong. These guys are, are not fast enough, not athletic enough to cover that much distance one-on-one -on -one against one of the best attacks in the MLS. They, they were just over and over and over. Buanga was just burning everyone every time he touched the ball. It wasn't even close. It was a disaster. It was a complete right. disaster. And it was just like every layer contributed to it, right? Like Gutman would get up into attack. It's a turnover because no one can seem to hold the ball. Whole team's running the other way. Uh, in midfield, Tavares is on the ground. Ball's going the other way. Um, Prizo's turning it over. Max is turning it over. Lawless and Wilson are just getting run past. It's just, it was, it was, I saw, I put up the, the, uh, pat down gift to the, earlier about the Rapids defense, you know, the security guy who is not touching anyone as he touched, as he passed people down going in, that was the Rapids defense in a nutshell tonight. Dude, it's bad. I mean, that's why the four, three, three would have been perfect tonight. You yep. control a lot more of that midfield. You can cut those passes between what would it be? Ili to Boanga to a Bella to uh, Bogos. That's how you cut those passes with the 4-3-3. You 
overcrowd the midfield. You bring back a Rubio who can play a lot. He was basically placed box to box whenever he played the 10. That's what you needed, and you refused to do it. You know what your team needs, but it feels like this team is super stubborn. The people running this team are stubborn, and neither of them refuse to, like, actually know what the identity is, sit down, and figure out what's going on. And it's they could say they are. Like, again, they could tell me all they want. Hey, this is what we're doing. But it's not – the result on the pitch is not there. And the – thought process behind everything that's not there either. So there's no way I can believe it until I actually see it come to fruition. Yeah, because like you even look at the injury list, Dwayne, and it's like, does Bassett win the, make this game not 4 0? Right? Does Lewis make this game not 4 0? No. Does Gersback make this game not 4 0? Like it's not like there's like it's not like they're so decimated by injuries that like, oh, they could have gone in and had a competitive game with LAFC. I mean you knew it wasn't going to be a win going in. Um and it's not like there's the injury excuse there for me. Like you guys talked about the press conference last week while I was out of town, but the fact that Porg was so quick to go to, oh, well, injuries. It's like, come on, come on. Price and Gers backplane do not stop this 4-0 loss to LA. And frankly, that's on him. Yeah, It's his job to build a roster that can deal with injuries. And it's clear that this team cannot. We are two seasons now with big injuries to the um, captain. Two to three, two to three players uh, that has decimated two seasons. To me, that is bad roster construction. There is a lot of depth, but the depth isn't up to par Not by any close. means. Not even close. And it's and it's also you know, in addition to the injuries, it's like the Rapids front office hired Fraser. Okay. He was their guy. He was their pick. And yet, like we've said, and and Yaya mentioned earlier in the show, there is a coach who wants to play one way. And there is a GM who has brought in players that don't play that way. But he also hired the coach, knowing that the coach doesn't coach that way. So what a cluster, man. Like, just. Yeah, yeah, can you put the thumbnail back up while Dwayne talks about this? (laughs) Can you put the thumbnail back up while Dwayne talks about this? (laughs) I mean, that's. It's fine. That's where where we are, you know, and even Warner's like. (laughs) <laughs> he made me laugh tonight on Twitter, but it was also irritating because it was true. Uh, <sighs> you know, he had tweeted out that, you know, just be patient, race, uh, Rapids fans. Just be patient. And In I'm the macro, like, it's going uh, great. Yeah, macros are cool, man. They're, the macro. they're macro. In the macro, we're, you know, last in scoring, last in the table. We got In some macro, real micro problems, great. I guess. We got to fix the micros. Just, I'm so annoyed, man. It's so annoying because anybody with two eyes can see the problem. Anybody in the team and the people running it refuse to address the problem. And it's up because at the end of the day, all that matters is money and money's not controlling and everything and whatever. And I get it. I get they don't want to make money, but it's still really difficult to look at because the problem's easily fixed. And even if you don't spend that kind of cash, it's fixed in other ways and they refuse to do it. The the announcing team like even pointed out tonight, like the Rapids try and find these second chance, third chance guys, right? And and they said, oh yeah, you can get a nice season out of it every now and then. You can have a fun season. And obviously, talking about twenty twenty one there, um, more often than not, especially in a league where people are spending seven to ten million dollars on big time signings, you know, Messi excluded. You can't win with Moneyball. The Moneyball is spending money, not not sneaking in, right? For every Gazdag that comes in and makes a huge impact, there are a million more busts that don't work, right? Like, that's the exception, not the rule. The rule is spend money on good players. Soccer is, there's no... There's it's no the capital of sport. It, there's no revolutionizing soccer at this point. We know how it works. You have to spend money. You have to get good players in there. Because right now, this team is not a team one, and I don't know if that's on coaching, if that's just being tired of being bad, which I think is probably most of it, right? I think these guys are just sick of being a bad team and ready to be over, right? Um, but there's clearly no chemistry. There's 
little to no motivation. No one is scoring. They're giving up goals left and right. It's miserable. It's just miserable. And, and it's just so clear that you have to spend the money. I mean, this team would absolutely murder two, three years ago. It would be one of the best teams. 2019, 2018, I'm like, yo, this Rapids team, be a contender. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. The MLS nowadays, not even close. It's, it's, not not even sniff- it's not even sniffing the wooden spoon because that's a trophy and the Rapids are allergic to trophies. Like, Yeah, they're going to pull some crap and, and get out of the wooden spoon by one point. I already know it. It's not going to be Central Miami, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, it's going to be Toronto. Jeez, dude. It's a different. It's a different. Do you guys want to sidebar that <laughs> Miami game real quick? <laughs> I only Unreal. caught the. I only caught extra time, but holy. I. I thought tonight was going to be the the okay. We can finally pump the brakes on Miami. Not pump the brakes. Obviously, they're great and Messi's great, but like, right, like. The train stops tonight for at least one night. They can't keep it up. They're tired. And, of course, 98th minute, Messi looks like that uh, Wombach pass in the World Cup. But three World Cups ago, two World Cups ago now. Perfect header. Just even when you're 30 seconds away, it's not – he's too much time. It's too not over till it's over. He, he looked like Mahomes with the 13 seconds. Sorry to bring that up. Bills Van Dwayne, my bad. It's fine. But that's it's what fine. it looked like. That's what it was. It was the 13 seconds, Mahomes. It was insane. I think I'm more offended as a Broncos fan that you brought no, up Mahomes, honestly. Well, that game was against the Bills. That's what happened. No, I know I know the game. It just, I'm I a Broncos fan, too, unfortunately. I, I know you are. That's why I felt offended. <laughs> it was cool. It was awesome. It's it's Those moments, there's been more soccer in the Hangout in our Slack at work. With Messi than ever put together, probably. And we're going to talk about it a little bit more tomorrow about all yeah. that. Like, we're going to get a little bit more into the weeds on our defense stuff with Messi and all that. But, dude, I'm sorry. I just can't get it how, how, how brutal I feel right now. I feel utterly destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks, huh? This one's uh... – I, I had a tweet today where I was like – I'm excited to see the new guys. I'm excited to find pieces that can fit moving forward for next year because you know there's turnover coming. And I don't think I'm excited for the next game to find those things. <laughs> like <laughs> 11 games was too much. 10, I'm good. I'm, I think I'm good. Honestly, there's no fun in this anymore. There's there zero should, fun. There should be a mercy rule where it just ends, where you're done. If you're 20 points out of first place, you're done. Or something like I just can't do it. Like I can't. Please, like, please. If your goal differential is like minus forty, like you should just not be allowed to watch play soccer for the rest of the season. Like honestly, like the Tavares signing to me. Like just you have to go to remedial soccer. For the rest of the <laughs> yeah, like you can only play seven on seven against high schoolers for the rest of the year. Jeez. Like, like honestly, dude. Like. To the Tavares lightning to me, like I try to give it a chance. I didn't know anything about the kid. Uh, let's give it more than forty-five minutes. No, to me, yes, it, no, to, no, no, wait, wait. To me, you've never seen to me, in forty-five minutes. No, Come no, on, no. But this more than that. It was a bad not, start. But this is to me. To me, it's not about him. To me, it's not about the player himself. It's to me like how he, the position that he plays fits into the team and how the team yeah, actually yeah. functions. It's not has nothing to do with how good or how bad he is. It's to me like that money could have been spent on a six. Same age, younger kid. If you want to try him out there and see how it's going, and and then maybe tr- tr- keep Calvin Harris and see if he can become a guy, and then that would have been like saving some money. I would have been all in on that. I would have been way more happy than this signing of Tavares. And if this is how you're gonna play him, and this is how you plan using him, to me, it's just like you're not gonna find out. If this is a piece for the future. You want to pull up that <laughs> that <laughs> Pollard question? Oh yeah, no, no I just saw it on Twitter too. So we we were talking to Pollard before <laughs> during the game, and he was like, "So what? What are we gonna ask in the presser that Robin's gonna bite our heads off for?" <laughs> so I guess that was it. <laughs> that pull up his quote now. Pull up what Fraser said. This is the most I'm getting fired quote of all time. This is like <laughs> you can look up every time a coach has gotten fired, and you look back at the last game recap an interview and they say this every single this has been said by every fired coach in american professional sports history 
Oh, you don't right have to here. even go that. You don't even gotta go that far. Just look at the Broncos for the last seven years, and you'll find that. Well, quote yeah, like quote. No, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't make the choices. I'm just here to coach the team. Yeah. Well, I think you know what the choice is gonna be soon, my guy, because <laughs> it's not going great. Guess who's not doing a good job? Man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's Matt in there. Yeah. Shut up, Pollard. What a legend, man. <laughs> I mean, that was a great what question. A and that was a great that was a great way of uh uh what's it, uh what's it called uh, phrasing it too. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, do you think you're gonna get fired? It's like, hey man, like <laughs> short term job security. How do you feel about that? <laughs> like great yeah. way of like phrasing that. Like may again, it's you won't get an answer to like, hey, if you get fired, like they'll be like, What the hell, dude? Like, get the hell out of here. So Kudos Your to that. question was supposed to make wholesale changes in the organization, Pollard. All you got was a nothing answer. <laughs> journalists. Dude, again, I I don't see Frazier surviving next year. But I don't see surviving this year. How can you? No, the thing is, I How do. How can though, you? The thing is, me personally, I'm looking at like as a person that's thinking logically. I'm like, I don't think he survives this year. But he then can't. thinking through all the opportunities and chances that this front office and this organization and how this organization runs, I'm like, oh, I can see him just finishing out his contract. I don't know. They fired coaches early, right? Wouldn't this be the third straight coach they fired early? Very rare. Right. Right. Like they're, they, I think they paid, they're paying three coaches at once at one point. Like, I don't know. I don't think Cronky's not worried about that. Cronky has the money. I don't think they're worried about that. I don't know. He's not worried about the Rapids, period. That's true. (laughs) He wouldn't even know. He wouldn't even know. He'll be like, oh, what? (laughs) We got got a new – We got. he'll notice three years from now. Hey, man, why is this guy still getting paid? I haven't seen him around the office. (laughs) (laughs) And we fired him, dude. You didn't pay attention because that's your your, thing. It's literally going to be this, man. It's good. He probably has a meeting with all the coaches once a year, and he's like, hey, guys, how you doing? He, it's going to take two years and be like, hey, man, when did Frazier grow out so much hair? And it's like, that's not Frazier. We fired Frazier two oh, that, years that's ago. Geo. That's the new guy, Gio. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's literally how he's going to find out. like, oh. <laughs> okay, cool. See you later. I'm going to the Arsenal game. <laughs> Dude, I was talking to Rick mm. and we were talking while you were like trying to get in here. Uh, Callahan would be a good choice too. I think that I think that's a great move, honestly. Yeah. I don't know if he would take it. I think he could hold out for a more appealing uh, position in other. What is an appealing teams? about the Rapids? <laughs> and I'd rather go coach. I don't know. Noco, anybody? Like, why? What's attractive about this job right now? I mean, you have to completely rebuild this roster. You have to completely rebuild the roster. I will say, I think Callahan's tactics and strategies are better fit for how this roster's uh, built than the way Frazier likes to play and how this roster's built. I do, to answer Dev here, or the back-end Dev, that's probably not his name, but it would be clever if it was. Uh, I don't know. Would it be good? I don't know. I don't know, because the history would say that it's just not going to be good. doesn't really matter who you bring in. It's probably going to be bad. Like, I will go of- on record and say I don't want any more former Rapid defensive players as coach of the Colorado Rapids. No more. None. That that experiment, that experiment has not been successful. Is Berkey the, the St. Louis City uh, two coach? Uh, That's the guy I think is the best target possible. I think it is not 100 percent sure. Also, just promote the Rapids to uh, Boucher. I'm cool with that. Promote. Let him a great job. And he plays with a 4-3-3. How the Rapids should be playing, like dude's a baller. He's and then Tanya. Yeah, and then parent trap the Cabral twins so we can <laughs> just see what happens. One spot for two of them. <laughs> you know what's funny, man? I was actually reading this article that Dylan and Cole Sprouse had got got the same role. Because of child labor laws, you couldn't uh, 
you couldn't work a child for a certain amount of times. So they'd be like swapped constantly so they can finish the movie <laughs> quicker. That's literally what you can do with the Carbato engine. Like keep swapping them under one contract. Totally. Totally. Please. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know. It just feels like we're at this point in the season where it's like the results are just been so bad that it's like you can't even talk about the game. Like we just have to have the same philosophical conversation twice a week until the season is over. We have to be like, oh, man, this is really bad. This is bad. It's like they don't even give us – we can't even go 10 minutes into this podcast without like being done breaking down what happened on the field. There's just nothing. It's such a bummer. There's nothing. To I just down. want to talk about the soccer, and it's impossible. You can't. You can't spend any time on it because – because what are you going to do? A bunch of bad turnovers, bunch of yellows, bunch of bad defense, and zero threatening offense. Next. It's just depressing. It's a There's slog. Not- Real quick on the coaches again, what about Rafa Marquez? I was telling Dwayne, bring in, he's coaching Barcelona B, get him a nice little paycheck. Come on. Like, Come on. Again, I'd love it personally. It's like <laughs> of you're course you would, but that's not... It's not re- it's not reasonable, but it's like he plays with the four three three. He plays with nice tactics. Come from the school of Guardiola, kind of that coaching tree. Give him his start. He's Are there already- any former uh, L tree coaches out there that we could just stay away anything that L tree has ever touched or ever even looked at? Don't even think about them. The only coach I I'm thinking. Consider- I'm the thinking only, the only one I'd consider is Jimmy Lozano and he's the current coach and I'd keep him within three because I love the way he develops and actually helps his players. I don't know. I don't know. What would be the funniest possible former? Like, what would be the, the who cares? Con- this is interim. Like Connor Casey, bring him back again. Connor Casey. I, <laughs> you know, who's actually really good. Uh, Toluca's head coach doesn't make that mm-hmm. much money for Liga Mekis. Nacho Ambriz, you might be able to like lure him out. You know how uh, Emilio's always been putting out like it's this guy's birthday. He had two goals and nine appearances or whatever. Yeah, like just pick one of those guys. Be like, hey, you're up, dude. Give us ten games. You can <laughs> just get us to the end. <laughs> You want Claudio? Hell no. <laughs> Just be like, hey, you're up, dude. I don't know you. You played here. You're up. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, the issue with uh, Tim is that Tim's going to try to play goalie while he's coaching. It'd be amazing. Player the coach, problem dude. with Tim is that he wouldn't be here for games. <laughs> He'd be on TV somewhere else doing any job but playing for or coaching the Rapids. I want to keep throwing out Landon Donovan, although I know he's tied to San Diego ownership, well, the uh, the USL San Diego ownership, I still think that would be fun because well, that team can't exist much longer. So it will, I think. My whole thing is, who cares? It doesn't matter. Well, I'm saying it frees him up. That's why this, you should care if that's yeah. who you want. I'm just saying, like this game, like this. It's not like we're just gonna all of a sudden build LAFC in commerce city right like we should whatever this is it's gonna be tough it's gonna be a hard job it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough roster let's just just go get a marketing guy the jump from usl up would be i think attractive enough maybe maybe i don't know that's the name that just keeps popping into my head yeah Jason but i don't Sudeikis. think yeah also also just if from kansas city i don't want anybody from kansas city near that's me. true like i just that's don't true. I'm fine Man. with it. Any flowers to give, fellas, at all? I have my, a flower. You know, I can always find the positive. Yeah, my flower shop died, man. I was, I ran out of water. I'm good. <laughs> Dwayne, what's your I flower? Got one. Diego Rubio, man. He eclipsed 10,000 MLS minutes tonight. That's a lot of minutes. That's a huge accomplishment. Like, when you think of how how many players come and go, like a guy to stay in the league for that long, um, and to still be relevant, you know, I mean, he's had injuries this year, but Rubio is relevant, not only to the Rapids, but if he were to be on any other team, if he did move in the, in the window, he'd be putting up significant minutes right now. So, um, yeah, shout out to Rubio, Diego, congratulations. Um, awesome career so far. Um, yeah. we'll see, we'll see, you know, can't wait to see where the next, 10,000 minutes end up. So, 
I, I mean, I, Rubio is going to be what? He's going to be the face. Him and Price are going to be the face of the era of Rapids. For next year? No, no, the era of this like little era of Rapids. Oh, from, for like, this era of the Rapids? Yeah. 2019 till sure. now. Post, post-Tim Howard era. Yeah. Is, that is, a, is a Jack Price and a, and a Diego Rubio world. Dude. For sure. Has Jack Price eclipsed that that many amount of minutes too? He has to be close, right? I think he hit ten thousand. I want to say he hit it this year. Uh, he did hit a milestone, but I can't remember which one it was. Um, I can't remember, but I know he hit one right before right before he got injured. Yeah, and then uh, he had to play a few minutes just to get it. <laughs> The uh, back-end dev, um, as for uh, anything good coming out of the season, I think if there's one thing that can actually really help us out and, like, can help everybody, like, feel better, it's if, like, ownership realizes or, like, there's a change, a huge change coming out of this because the team was so bad. That's, in my opinion, that's the only thing good that can come out of this at this point. And that's, like, a big ask. I get it. It all depends on a what they're actually doing. So that's the only good thing I can see coming out of the season. Yeah. Wholesale change would be a good thing. Um, I mean, everybody wants lately, everybody wants the media, (laughs) all these podcasters to be the ones who fix the club with (laughs) their question, with their (laughs) questions. Uh, That'll show up. That I've not seen that really work ever. Um, but I, I was thinking about this during the game. Like, <laughs> what if everybody who's pissed on Twitter stopped bitching on Twitter and just wrote a letter to Josh Kroenke? And he just got a, an avalanche of, an avalanche of letters about of the letters. Rapids. Just to be like, dude, are you not paying attention to what's going on at Rapids right now? I just think it would be interesting. That's my, my that's my can I advice. Say my good thing that will come out of the season. Yeah. Rapid man, not just rapid man. The way of rapid man. That's true. That's the rapid best man thing to come has out of had this a good season. season this year. The way of rapid man was the only lasting in... thing I want out of this season. <laughs> period. End of story. He's, he's been End good of, in the stands this year. I will say that. Um. That's I mean, the stadium, they, they fixed the, the wedding tents. Dale's Bar. Yeah. Dale's Bar. Uh, yeah. Dale's Bar, they fixed the wedding tents and put up the north boundary. Yeah. So a little bit of upgrades. Security is better getting in a lot faster. Uh, unfortunately, none of these things have anything to do with the performance on the field or getting us wins. I um, will say, or, man. Or goals. Going to a Rapids game was still a great time, regardless. It might not be exactly yeah, it's so like yeah, regardless like whether you see good footy or not, going to Rapids game is still top tier enjoyment during the summertime and it's not expensive either. Tickets are gonna Live be sports, really easy man. to come by. I would say down the stretch. I think you can uh, find a deal on game time. <laughs> Tickets will be available. Uh, so this question right here from Dev, we're going to get into a little bit more, I'm guessing, as the season's winding up. We see a little bit more well, tomorrow, of like tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow's going to be a little bit different because we're looking at the guys that are like out of contract. Sure, yeah. Sure, sure. Um, right now I would say deserves a spot on the roster or just build around. Yeah, you build I think around. you only build around Navarro. Who's your core Bombi, basically? Navarro, Bombi. Ronan. Ronan, I guess, but I don't know if you build around Ronan. I don't think you like pass on a good midfielder because you have Ronan. I just don't um, think that Ronan, I think it's a core I, to build around. Yeah, because I know. think Ronan's one of your midfielders, but then you got to go get a six and a ten, and then you have him as an eight. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he is. I I'm gonna he's, throw. He's I'm fine. gonna throw out a name that you're not gonna put on your list. That that I think needs to. Well, he will be on the roster next year. Um, yeah. Calvin Harris. Yeah. I, I mean, think I'm Calvin okay, Harris I don't know if that's a build is the guy. I just think it's an well. I just think he's, I think he should be different. part of he should be part of the core as they build forward. Because core, core? 
He's played like 200 minutes. I think core? I think he's of an MLS team. Dude, you're not letting me finish. You're just right. saying the word core over. Core? <laughs> uh, we've not seen a lot out of him, but I think what we've seen out of Harris <laughs> has been super positive and worth building around. And I think if you're building that core, you know, like Navarro's obviously like a linchpin of that going forward. That's it. Um, you know. Well, I think you. I think when you build a core, it's, it's pieces from each area of the field. It's not just one dude. It's not basketball. Like, well, it, I just mean not. I don't there's know different if there's, areas. I don't know of, if there's that you MLS have to keep people from. I don't know if there's really MLS quality like worthy of committing to saying this is the core of our team. I actually, I just, have, really? so, I really? just think there's so many spots on this field that you you could improve. I, I think like I don't know totally like, players that. That should be the core of the squad, like Keegan, Gutman. Sure. Uh, but Navarro. I don't think those guys are unimprovable. I don't think any like I will say good. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm saying like well, you just said build. there's nobody MLS quality. That is what you said. I just mean build around. You don't. Those are those are pieces that are nice to have on a team when you have good when you have a real core. Those are complementary. They're all complementary players. None of those are core. Build a roster around players. I don't. Me, I don't know if there's any. We don't even know if Navarro me, is. We're guessing. To me, honestly, to me, Navarro's not there because we don't know anything about him. To me, it's Ronin that we've seen that he can be successful in the MLS. To me, it's Bombi that we've actually seen him that he can develop. He's around the same age range. And to me, it's Gavon. And I think it's Gavon because he can be your super ten that can actually help you go to the next level. And that's why you bring in another a winger. So to me, it's three a.m. It's three. A.m. Yeah, dude. Honestly, just dude, they don't even deserve us to be in rat on MLS guy. next row. I love this account so much. It's so I don't funny. Don Gerber. But to <laughs> me, so technically, that means we're not relegated because we're winning MLS Pro. That's right. <laughs> Pro this year. It's not going to be we're, right, we're, back we're back up. We're back up. Yeah, and to me, to me, those are the guys that you build around. And I think Marco Illich, because he's going to be here long term, whether talent or not, and I think a goalie, whether as much as it sucks, I think a goalie is a little bit eh, kind of like you need a better defense and you need a better goalie at times and better. I think we have a lot. I think we have a lot of of great rotation pieces. I said that like we have a lot of pieces that are like finishing touches on a on a roster, but there's no. I don't think there's one star level MLS player on this team right now. I don't think there's one build around me player on this team right now. That's like you are building a winning team because this guy's your star. There's a bunch of pieces that'll be nice when you have stars on the field around them, but I don't know if that's there at all. I don't. I hope. I, I hope Navarro's that guy. I think I, he can be. To me, there. To me, there's one, and that's Rubio. Rubio has. Well, well, okay, fair. He, but he's also out he's of contract. In, yeah. He's not going to want to stay. Well, yeah, but again, like to me, that's Rubio. Like it truly is Rubio. I think if you had the same squad last year with the healthy Rubio, they make the playoffs. I truly do believe that because I think last year they were better established for that with them. Like I do believe last year with this squad and a healthy Rubio, they make the playoffs. This year, I think the MLS took a step up in level of talent and level of play compared to even last year, which I think makes it harder for the Rapids to try to compete. So at the end of the day, I think the only players that I would keep to build around it's Gavon. Oh, let's go. Hey, what up, Vegas Silver? Love you, man. <laughs> I haven't seen you. Thanks for the super chat, my guy. I haven't seen you in a minute. I haven't been on the app show in a while. Um, stick around. Learn more about how sad I am about to be a Rapids fan. <laughs> um, but no, at the end of the day, I think it does come around to the kind of that. It comes kind of around to, like, you want young players that have seen a lot of potential. When Gavon was before his injury, he was a key piece that the front office wanted. And every fan out there saw why. He had the sauce. He had it in him. He's getting back into playing shape. And you can see it the last few games. He's mm-hmm. been dynamic and he's changed the pace. Ronan has proven that he can be a piece. Uh, he can be a piece of the of the whole roster that can control a little bit of that. And you can go forward because he's young enough too. And Bombi has just been proven that he is a great defender. He's a guy that's gonna push forward and help you. I'd yeah. keep the wing I'd keep the wing backs and the the left and the right back just because it's so hard to find those positions and develop those positions. You see how long it took the Rapids just to find the left back and I would not want to go to the well, Australia. I think, I think there's a lot of people that you can say will be here next year for sure. I think there's a lot of guys who will be playing and will 
that you can that it's good enough to push the improvement down the line to kick the can a little farther, right? I think I'm just interpreting that question a little different in that I just they need to clearly bring in it's not just Navarro. Like Navarro should not be the only four million plus dollar signing. You know, they need two yeah. more of those at least. But he was talking about next season that you built sure. around. He wasn't talking about long term yeah. core. Cause I I think long term core is too difficult to too difficult to actually like know what's going on, especially in MLS, because if you find a good twenty five year old, European teams are gonna be knocking at your door and trying yeah. to take them away from you. It's not the same as um <laughs> dude. We got all the high end. <laughs> Yo, Johnny. Oh my God. I've never I I don't know how people run accounts as other people as like it's so funny to me. It's such like bless you, bless your time. You're amazing, whoever you are. Yanni, I have a quick question. Do you have any confirmation on the on the Max case? Yeah. Tell Let us, us know if you have know. any info on the Max case. <laughs> That's what we care about. Max has been posting a lot about playing lately. That's all I'm, I'm going to say about it. Because he's bored. I don't know, man. I, I have a hunch. Chance. It just feels like he might be back. I don't know. I, I agree with Mitch, dude. People, I, I think he was so, he didn't post anything for a long time when everything looked bleak. He might be getting new information and be getting maybe false promises that things are going to be okay. Like, you know what I mean? There's a chance he could come back. So, I don't know. I'm kind of with Mitch. It's just, to me, it's 50-50 until we actually know. Man. These off-season the like, the last few pods of the season slash first few of the off-season are going to be so interesting. This team, there's, there's so many. I mean, obviously, if, if there's a coaching change, like, you know, the, the roster could go a million ways, right? Like, if you find a coach who has a guy, right, like, some of those players around the world just follow managers, right? Like, you never know. You're like, it, it can, it's, it's so hard to predict which way they're going to go, which players are going to stay, like who fits stylistically, because it would be insane to roll back this team, this brain trust, this coaching staff. To run this back would be insane. So you know there's going to be a big change. If it's just Porig ball, I think it's a little easier to predict. Right, like if we're just reloading with Borig, choosing the players. But if you have a very specific stylistic coach, who knows where it's going to go? At the end of the day, well, hopefully it's hopefully that stylistic coach is the same style as Borig, <laughs> or else it doesn't matter because he's going to bring in who he wants. So it's crazy, man. I think we've we've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to touch on before we get going tomorrow, my guy? I just want to cry. <laughs> what was your favorite thing from the game tonight? Pick a positive. You want to know something? Yeah. I enjoyed LAFC <laughs> so effing much. LAFC is so damn funny. Wow, that's so sick. Not just that, man. Carlos Isvela is like pulling that ball away from Maxu and being, having the instinct to just go. Like, that's what the player rapids need, man. I love uh, Carlos Vela, man. The. Biggest I love Carlos He's the biggest waste of generational talent the world has ever seen. And all because he doesn't love the sport. If he loved the sport, he'd be a top 10 player in the world, in my opinion. Do you think he'd come to Colorado? I don't know. He's going to go to Chivas. He wants to go back home. Mm. We're never getting anybody. Ever. Ever. Colorado's great, man, but Europeans don't know that. He's not European. Yeah, but he played in Europe. He's played in LFC. Yeah, he wants a big market. Like <laughs> he considers himself European. He has a European accent when he talks Spanish. Wait, really? Yeah. Where's he from? He's from Mexico. Mexico. I mean, yeah. but it, I mean he like didn't grow up there, right? He grew up in Mexico. Yeah, he grew up in Mexico, but he talks like a Spaniard and he played there only for like four years. <laughs> he was great tonight. He was unreal. Him and Buanga, man. It's insane that they just like lost Chicho, lost Bale, like Brian nope. Rodriguez, the yeah, Rossi. Nope. No problem. We'll just we'll just roll it back with Buanga and Vela and kill everybody. Just destroy. Ugh. That's my thoughts. You know what made break. me sad about watching them? As you as you two were like happy watching them. I'm not they happy were so 
they were so smiley and having fun playing soccer. Yeah. Like even when they were missing goals that were close, it was like, oh man, but we're having so much fun destroying this other team. You this know what? A fun, this is a fun night for us out on the town. And it just made me so sad because I look at the Rapids players and none of them are smiling when they're playing tonight. Like there was no joy on that field from, from the Rapids. You want to know something? They was exactly the same way I felt watching Mexico to get destroyed by the U.S. Other team is smiling, toying with you, and just trying to score and have fun. While you're while you're here, like, can you keep the ball for more than three passes, please? But like, that's exactly how that feels. And now you guys know the pain. (sighs) Honestly, Don, take the whole damn team, sell it to Las Vegas, and. Buy messy three Ferraris, like if you want, dude. Honestly, well, I'm sad enough where I'm okay with that right now. Oh man! All right, I don't know. I think that route wraps up this one, guys. Dwayne, you got anything else you need to get off your chest? Nope. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, We've covered guys, it. Let it go. Yo, what's up next <laughs> for the DNVR Rapids podcast, my guy? Uh, DNB underscore Rapids on Twitter. Follow us there. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have enjoyment. We're going to try to make games for you guys because there's nothing else going on right now in the MLS season. There's no games to watch, so we want to create games for you. So keep out an eye for graphics, stuff like that. Talking to the fellas. And Dwayne's a great graphic maker. So uh, Also, just give us a like on a, on the YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up. Anything that's, of that helps. And honestly, I'm just so tired. Follow us on Apple, <laughs> Apple Stitch, or wherever you hear podcasts. Give us a five star review. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. And we love you guys so much for keeping up so late. It's almost twelve o'clock, eleven thirty, almost twelve, and sixteen people still in here trying to be sad with us. We sixteen people, it. only seven likes though. Hit that like. What are we doing? Hit that like on the way out. Uh, Dwayne, when can you find us uh, again? When we when are we going again? When can tomorrow? You can tomorrow morning. You can hang out with us tomorrow at eleven o'clock. We're going to talk than 12 hours. We're we'll going to go talk all things <laughs> rapids. If you loved talking about rapids tonight, boy, are you going to love talking about rapids in about 12 hours because we're going to do it again. Yeah. And what only half a day. And we're going to talk about things like the roster, <laughs> uh, Messi. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that, but Messi came to MLS and uh, he kicks the ball. He kicks the ball. And the ball goes in the net. It's wild, man. You got to watch it. It's crazy. We're going to talk about that. Uh, oh, man. So much to talk about. 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. All right. Well, make sure you tune into that. Like this video. Subscribe to DMVR Sports. Follow us on Twitter. Buy some merch. Become a diehard. Go to the bar. Uh, hug your loved ones. Try and survive <laughs> the last 10 games of this season. And more important than all of that the way we end every show it's been a while but we still love it baby up the pids